0: The Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, the Superiority Complex.
1: It's like honey in your ear holes.
0: Welcome back to Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcom. Your new fa- boop. boop. Ah, three and a two and a one, two, three. <laughs> Welcome back to the <laughs> superiority complex, everybody. You're new. Favorite podcast. I'm very nervous today. Very special show today. Just Jake and I today. We have a lot to talk about. And so uh, I told Jake before the show, we were doing our little pregame meeting. And I said, you got to give me about a minute at the top of the show to just do sports talk radio. And uh, we're going to talk about what happened to my Dodgers. The, The implosion that was the 2022 season, they won 111 games. Jake, let me tell you something. Right before... The postseason started. I went to the last game, the last series against the Colorado Rockies. It was the Monday game. Got a nice Mookie Betts Betts, uh, bobblehead. Uh, But I noticed the batters were struggling. I had seen this team several times throughout the year. They were not playing like I had seen them play all the other times. They were making this Colorado pitching staff look like all Cy Young winners. And I told my cousin, I'm worried about these guys. They don't look right. And my cousin said, nah, they won 110 games. You know, they're just kind of letting it off. I'm like, champions don't let off the gas, man. I'm telling you, these guys is something wrong with them. They don't look good. I feel like they're slumping. So they got a week off. They changed the format this year, Jake. Usually the wild cards play one, it's a one game playoff for the wild card. Your wild cards <clears throat> uh the 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 Mets and the and the Padres played each other. Right. What usually happens is they go straight from that one game, then they play whoever the top seed is of the 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 division winner, which in in San Diego's case would be the Dodgers. We're waiting for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Three games, though. Now you have a chance. A team. You give a chance. You give a team a chance to get hot, right? And in the playoffs, it's always the hottest team. It's not the better team. It's the hottest team. Team gets hot in the playoffs, and they tend to roll through. Go right to the World Series. Don't always win, but they'll at least get through the playoffs, right? So the Dodgers were like one of the behemoths going in. It was like the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Braves. I'll put the Braves up there. The Astros. All these teams were supposed to be. These are the teams you're going to have to defeat on your way to a world. If you, they're if they're not going to win it, you're going to have to get past one of these guys, and your chances are low. So everybody. But I'm telling you, in the back of my head, I had this. They're not hitting. So game one, they win. I'm like okay, they won. It's, you know, five three. Uh, they got five hits. and My friend predicted, he said, if they get five hits, they're going to win. The next night, it was a reverse. They lost three to five. <clears throat> that game, no timely hitting. The three runs all came from solo home runs. They could not score with anybody on base. Now the game goes to San Diego for game three. Same damn thing. They can't hit when anybody's on base. <laughs> no timely hitting. They lose that one by a couple of runs. And it's frustrating because the pitching is keeping them in it the whole time, and everybody was worried. I was worried because they lost a lot of their starting pitching, but the bullpen is great. They keep everybody, they keep the game close, but nobody can score. With you got Trey Turner, who is also committing terrible errors. This is the second year in a row that he's been just awful in the playoffs. Freeman was pretty much a no-show. You got, The top of your lineup disappeared. Mookie Betts, my man Mookie Betts, completely disappeared. Did not see anything from him. Nobody at the bottom of the lineup is hitting. So then it comes to game four. It's an elimination game. It's in San Diego. The Dodgers mm-hmm. finally showing signs of life. Three0.: Three zip. Um, no, what was it? Seven. What was the score?: Yeah, bottom seventh. they get, they get some they, get, they, they, they lose the lead. In the seventh, Roberts makes a couple of, of uh, questionable calls. I think he panicked. I don't know. With the Dodgers, you don't know who's making those calls is it Dave Roberts is it Andrew Friedman is it. You just don't know. So, here we are. 111 wins. Didn't even get to the didn't even make it out of the first round for ourselves.
1: So who fucked up? So
0: <laughs> I don't know. It was it was it was a it was, a, it was a, I'll tell you what. For me, before that 7th inning, the the game was lost in game 2. Trey Turner had a really easy double play, and he tried to get rid of the ball before he even had, before he had it. Ball slipped away, gave San Diego a golden opportunity to score, take the lead in game two at Dodger Stadium. That should have never been an even series going to San Diego. That should have been two. Even if we lost two in San Diego, we were have to come back to L.A., Easy win. Easy, well, not easy win. San Diego. I mean, in all credit San Diego. Their bullpen was good, and let's face it, they've been wanting to beat the Dodgers for a long time. We're we're very disrespectful to our friends in San Diego. We okay. <laughs> well, we are. We are. Well, we because they want to be. They're like the little brother. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we're battling with the Giants all the time, and they're like, hey, us too, us too. And then you just kind of give them a smack for a minute, and they go away, and then they come back, and you know. And then Manny Machado has a whole history. He was on the Dodgers for a short period. He was lazy as f. And uh, now he has he's got he was out for blood. But then the San Diego's turned around and dropped their first game against Philadelphia in San Diego. So now they're down 2-1. Two, two, or no, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They're not down. They're down 1-0. But my Dodgers are at it. We should, we should have been talking about our Dodgers all
1: month. All month. Disappointing. Disappointing. Do you think, do you think this is going to affect their lineup at all? Uh, they, have a lot of deci- they
0: have a lot of decisions to make. They have a lot of guys that are coming off the books, a lot of older players that maybe uh, are fan favorites. I'm looking at you, Justin Turner. But they maybe can't contribute like they used to. And mm-hmm. then you got a lot of guys like Clayton Kershaw who can still contribute. He's not the ace he used to be, but it's a lot of money to tie up if you want to keep him for another year. Is he going to retire yeah. or is he going to go somewhere else? I don't think he wants to go anywhere else. Uh, we'll see if he'll take a pay cut. Then you have Trey Turner, who was asking for a lot of money. Uh, he, he, was the, he was the kind of the hot commodity going into the playoffs. People talk about where he was going to end up next year because his contract's up. Will they try to keep him? I don't know that you want to keep him after his performance in the, in the playoffs two years in a row. I don't know. I think maybe you should offer a discount if he wants to go anywhere. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, are they going to keep him? How much did you sign him for? Then you have a guy like Cody Bellinger who was the one-time MVP and now just a shadow of his former self, a non-factor in the playoffs, was benched the last two games. People said maybe he should have been up, but uh, he has not been able to produce uh, in the playoffs the last couple of years. Uh, it depends on who you ask. A lot of people say he's just lost his mojo. Other people say that it's because he refuses to change his swing, and uh, he's, but he's great on defense. Great this, def- well, Why is the swing so different from... Uh, he's, you know, a lot of those guys like to make adjustments. Like if they're not, like Max Muncy's a beautiful example, had a horrible start to the year and then just started crushing the ball by making minor adjustments at the plate, making adjustments to his swing. Bellinger does not like to make those adjustments. Uh From what I hear, I don't know if that's true. That's the thing, that's the story with him. He doesn't want to change his swing. He's stubborn. Uh, doesn't want to make changes to, you know, but, you know. Chris Taylor, usually, uh, uh solid here for the Dodgers has had it was a quiet year. Uh, they have a lot of guys coming up from the farm system um, Outman uh, being one of them and he didn't get to make it ch- and they had uh, Vargas they brought him up from the minors to be on the roster uh but he did not <clears throat> he was a non-factor. They didn't use him at all I don't think uh that I recall. So you've got some up and comers, but they're gonna have to they're gonna have to clear some money off the decks. And then you got the whole Trevor Bauer thing. His you know he's suspended from the league, and I don't think the Dodgers are bringing him back, but they're stuck with his contract, which is millions of dollars. So it's just gonna depend on. Yeah, they do need to make some changes, though. Uh, so I don't know. I'm just I'm just
1: annoyed. <laughs> I mean, you know, do you at least want, want him to get like at least a couple rounds in. Well, here's the thing: a lot of people like to. Round. Right.
0: A lot of people like to crap on the Dodgers and go, ah, you guys suck. You make it to the playoffs every year and, and you don't make it. Ah, ha, ha. Okay. Number one thing people don't want to acknowledge, baseball is hard. And the playoffs are an absolute crapshoot. Absolute, total crapshoot. It, it's, it's true. It's out of all the sports, it's the longest season. It's the shortest postseason. And then you have short series within that Um Within that short postseason and like Dodgers, Dodgers Padres is a five game series. Anything can happen in a five game in a short series. Uh the Dodgers lost to the Pirates, one of the worst team in all of baseball last year. They lost to them twice in the three-game series. They, they, they got swept. So anything can happen in in like a in a in a short series. And the Padres yeah. prove that. So the you know, the playoff format for baseball is hard and uh and baseball's hard. And um Yeah, some people don't. People don't want to take that into account because they like hating on the Dodgers because they're kind of you know they they have a lot of money to spend and you know they do, but they also have a lot of homegrown talent and people just like to hate the Dodgers. Why not? I would hate the Dodgers if I wasn't a Dodgers fan. I mean, you know, you look at all those years. I mean, but let me tell you something, Jake. Ask any fan if they'd rather have a chance to get into the playoffs every year or just sit it out. Everybody will take that chance. Everybody will say, "Yeah, I'd rather have a chance." So f them, hate us because they ain't us. Mm -hmm. How about that? How about that? Go Dodgers. We'll we'll get them next year. It's Lakers season now. They dropped their season opener to the Warriors, but our UCLA Bruins are six and zero, and they are ranked uh, number nine. So they're going to be playing Oregon this week. So we'll see how that goes. Kings are doing okay. That's your LA sports wrap up. Brought to you by Jack in the Box.
1: Does it? Does it have to be Jack and Box?
0: Well, because every time the Dodgers hit, like they strike out ten people, you get a free yumbo yak. <laughs> do <you> do? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, with the Lakers, I think the promotion is tacos. I think you get free tacos if they sc- oh, if they score over a hundred points, uh, you get tacos. Hell yeah, tacos for everybody! I like it. I like Hell yeah, you gotta order a large drink, but who cares? I'll take my two tacos. Yeah, not bad. You know not what's back for Halloween, Jake, is the monster taco at uh at Jack and the Box. You ever had a monster taco? What is no, what's the monster taco? They are the they are the the tacos that we love, only a larger size.
1: Oh, it, okay. I'm looking it up. I'm it, seeing it's it. Basically yeah, it's basically like two tacos in one. It's the same it's the same, just it's a more stuffed taco. <laughs> yeah, it's a giant.
0: <laughs> Giant taco. It's, how,
1: it's how it should be all the time.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Brent. I wonder how he's doing. Uh, Shout out to Brent, uh, like Jack in the Box. So uh, we'll have, we'll have some monster tacos for him uh,
1: in honor. Tastes of, like Wendy's.
0: Uh, Jake, you know it's it's uh, it's pumpkin spice latte season, but it's also the uh, 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 spooky cereal season. You know, you get out uh, the the blueberry or the frankenberry mm-hmm,
2: and, the, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and the and the count chocula. Count,
0: count chocula. Yep, yep. And the blueberry cereal. Uh what g- give me your uh, what, what what do you like what 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 Halloween food? Yeah, I used to like those pumpkin uh peanut butter cups. Oh, yeah. Yeah yeah.
1: Any holiday any holiday peanut butter cup is about 10 times better than a regular peanut butter cup.
0: <laughs> Even though it's the same thing and it's just a different it's shape. It's literally the same but it's more peanut butter. <laughs> it's just the shape.
1: It's literally no. just the shape. Yeah, those peanut, peanut butter, butter uh different though. It hits different though. Do Reese's do peanut butter eggs for for Easter? Mhm. They do, yeah. Oh, those are great. It's just it's a thinner layer of chocolate than like a normal Reese's Reese's peanut butter cup because mm-hmm. I like the peanut butter more than the chocolate, so it gives me more more peanut butter, less chocolate. Do you
0: remember when when uh, this is probably why I'm diabetic, but when um, uh, when Reese's was doing those big peanut butter cups, it was just one oh, giant oh, cup. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. And you get like two of them, right? Right. And like big, there was, like big two them.
0: There's something about that uh, processed peanut butter that
1: Reese's uses that is just delicious. Yeah. My favorite are the Easter Bunny ones that we get on Easter. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: They're huge. You can get the huge. They're like, they're like a foot long. Oh, it's just the best. Uh,
0: I, Yeah, I was a sucker. The Reese's was my favorite. Reese's was my favorite uh, candy. That was it. Reese's peanut butter cups. Halloween, give those to me. They give you those little individual ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to love those. Pick all those out. Eat
1: those first. My mom always, my mom always took the whoppers. Oh God, malted chocolate's awful. It she, sticks to the roof of your mouth. It. She loved it. Really? She took all my whoppers. I didn't necessarily. I- I just—I mean, I used to eat candy because it was candy. You know, you're right. a kid. You don't—you don't discriminate. Yeah, you're just
0: like whatever's in here.
1: No, I was always <laughs> so partial.
0: I was always partial to those. I did discriminate. I was always partial to the to the sour, like the Smarties. Mm-hmm. Anything in those little tablet forms. Yeah. The Smarties, and there was another one. What was the other one? The uh,
1: sweet tarts. Sweet tarts are great. Uh, <sighs> You, have you ever had the, like the chewy ones, the really big ones? Yes, love those. Bringing it back, love those I get, I get looks whenever I get them, but you know what? They're delicious. When I was a kid, you can break them up into fours. It's perfect. When I was a kid, they introduced.
0: It was kind of like to go after the sweet tart market. They went out. They, they introduced a candy called uh, a spree. I know spree. I yeah, I'm a are, fan of a spree. I like those, man. Yeah, they got like the hard candy. Yeah, it was like there, a, it was like a hard candy there. shell, but then on the inside it was like a sweet tart. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. love a good spree. Yep, uh, that's a, that's an unsung candy right there. So your mom would eat <laughs> all the. She would eat. A, would your mom do that thing where she would like let's separate the candy, make sure there's no
1: needles in here? Yeah. No razor blades. Not needles. No, she would just separate the candy and like chocolate and then like the sweets and stuff, and then she would just take all the whoppers. <laughs> that's
0: a, that was cool. I remember that as being kind of like a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. When my daughter was little, she went on her first trick or treating thing. It was like, oh, I got to do this now. I got to can- check the candy. And then you kind of pick yeah. stuff that, you- oh, you can't have this. You can't-, you can't have these. These are.
1: Oh, no, this is bad for your yeah, teeth. you too. This is can bad for these. your teeth. No.
0: <laughs> you can have the soft stuff. I want. Yeah, I was always a fan of like the, like, the chocolate, like anything that was like a spree or uh, the sprees or the, uh, the sweet tarts, anything like that. Mm. Lemon heads. Oh, the best. Lemonheads, really? when they would come in that little box, man. Top five, top five favorite <laughs>
1: candy, lemonheads. That Especially was you like the single, like the single ones. Yeah, the like big the one, the gumball. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You're like, I'm nah. probably gonna choke on this going down the slide, oh, but I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was good. Lemon. That lemonheads were like a precursor to uh, sour patch kids. Before sour patch kids, lemonhead sure. lemonhead was like the only sour like. Candy like that that had that and it because they're sour. Like that's why I love mm. lemon heads. They're not super yeah, I mean for for compared to like other candies at that time, lemon yeah. heads were that was the only way to get your sour fix.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, oh. sour patch kids are alright. They're not my favorite. What? I don't know. Like, I don't like I don't like like super like soft and chewy. I need like a little resistance when I take a bite. So I like this freeze and that. You, mm-hmm. yeah you want it to fight
0: back you want the candy yeah. to, you want the candy to bite back
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah i love it love it love but it. i won't say no to them you know,
0: what's your are, uh what's your go-to snack when you're when you're gaming jake when you're sitting there you're having a gaming sesh you're, you're grinding oh.
1: out elder rings uh it's usually chips chips are my weakness
0: what do you go for? Do you go for do you go for like a nice, do you like a spicy chip? Do you like more of a salty? What do you like? What's your where's your flavor profile?
1: Ooh. I'm one of my favorite chips is the Maui, the Hawaiian barbecue ones. Oh yeah, Hawaiian yeah, fish. yeah,
0: yeah. They're like the baked, they're like kettle. Oh,
1: they're so good. They're like kind of they're like tangy, got a little bit of kick to them. Oh, they're so good. And then if you ever had I mean, you've had Takis before, but the Trader Joe's brand Takis that they have.
0: I was going to say earlier the Trader Joe's mini, mini peanut
1: butter cups. Mm, those are good too. You just grab those by the handful like your Godzilla. Yeah, mm. they're dark. Then they're dark. They have dark chocolate ones right. too. So they're right, not right, like right, super, right. super sweet. I've never tried the Trader Joe's version of Takis. What are they called? Oh my God. I, f- I forget what they're called. But they're like um, they're Takis, but they have like a little bit of lime with them. Oh. So much better. You ever have the you ever had the uh, 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 Tostitos with a hint of lime? Yes.
0: Oh my god! First yeah. of all, something about Tostitos—they don't. You'll have a heart attack instantly because they just douse those things with salt. Those are yeah. always the saltiest chips. But boy, they do that hint of lime, and they do mm. like a thinner chip. Man, those are
1: good. Man, oh man, oh man. I like that Tostitos like the like the scoop ones. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, if you have to get a nice dip, nice guacamole. Right now, because of the day. you know what? Fritos and oh. guacamole.
0: Right? Oh, Fritos, remember, do you, when you were a kid, when I was a kid, Fritos used to make this Fritos brand bean dip, which was really weird. It was like this really coagulated, uh, it's like a bean paste. It, it almost looked like astronaut food. Yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah, I know what you're But man, it was good. I, it was, <laughs> I don't know why it was good. I, I was like, wow, this is delicious. Uh, I was going to tell you, now that i with a diabetes, I usually just stick to like veggie straws because they're low on the carbs. Those are great. But let me tell you something, dude. Get over to your neighborhood Stater Brothers, all right? Something about Stater Brothers, for whatever reason, Stater Brothers has stuff that no other stores carry. I think maybe they like test it out at the Stater Brothers because it's a it's a local, you know, it's, it's like, I think it's regional. It's a Southern mm-hmm. California. So when they want to test stuff, like companies send it to Stater Brothers. So there's flavors of veggie straws. They have like I've saw flaming hot veggie straws. I've never seen those anywhere else. And then I've got uh, sour cream and onion, which I've, I've never seen, seen,
1: seen sour cream and onion. Oh man, man.
0: those well. are delicious. They are mm-hmm. so good. Something mm-hmm. about that sour cream and onion, man. Something about that flavor combo. So
1: good. Ugh. savory. You get savory with salty. Right,
0: right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And veggie straws go down. They're very light. They're almost like funyun like. They- I
1: like the chips more than I like the straws.
0: Oh, the little the little uh little veggie chips. Yeah, those are good too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They make a small little wavy ones. Yeah. 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 Their their ranch one isn't bad either. The the I'm not a big fan of ranch, but the veggie straw with the ranch is not bad either. Uh, but I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's no
1: Justine with the tacos. <laughs> okay <laughs> i since since that episode i have periodically asked people i've asked a few people at work and there's a surprising amount of people who are like oh yeah i love my i love my jack-in-the-box tacos with ranch uh,
0: it's like people that put um ranch i've seen people dip pizza in ranch and I yeah want, and i want to punch them in the face but it's, why? Not, it's, not, my, it's why? not my Why do you need
1: pizza's already terribly bad for you? Why do you need to put ranch on it? Because we're if we're gonna go for it, we're gonna fucking go for it. We're gonna go <laughs> for We're not gonna we're not gonna half ass No it.
0: half measures. No half mm-hmm. measures. No. no half stepping.
1: No, if I'm getting yeah, if I'm gonna get high cholesterol, we're going, we're going yeah, for the high. I'm gonna, score. Yeah,
0: exactly. If I'm gonna <laughs> if I'm gonna
1: clog my arteries, we're clogging them all the way. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna be yeah, we're gonna be the uh percent high cholesterol. I love it. I love it. I like that's that's the attitude to have Jake.
0: That really mm-hmm. Go it. big or go home. Go mm-hmm. big, go home. Those are your two options. <laughs> yeah. What are you picking? What are you choosing? You're going home, you're going big or are you going home? That's it.
1: I'm going home yeah, yeah. I'm going home. That's too much. Ah,
0: uh, Jake, we were just talking at the start of the show. Uh, I made a I made a crack about uh, Chris Pratt's uh, Mar- Mario. Jesus list. Christ, that's the big that's the big news uh, the last couple weeks. Uh, they revealed the Super Mario movie
1: trailer. Oh, great, tra- oh, up and and great, trailer. it looks fantastic. Great trailer. Got a little bit of comedy. Bowser's looking super menacing, imposing, and, and then Chris Pratt comes in and say, "Hey, it's me, Mario. It's a me. Hey. I mean." I understand they don't want to. I don't know. That's a hard. That's a hard call to make. Whether or not to be more truthful to the character itself, or to just
0: are, are you are you afraid that maybe it's a negative stereotype going? It's a me, Neg- but
1: it's so ingrained in like video Whoa, game culture me. at this right. point that it's like, like why would you not just kind of say fuck it and go for it?
0: Yeah, for some reason, uh, I feel like Mario gets a pass. I feel like Super Mario yeah. gets a pass just because uh, it's still on the video game. It's still like you, hope you play the video game to this day. When it, pick the last
1: Mario game released, and he's going to sound like that. It's a caricature of an Italian plumber, but it's also been around since the 80s. So, you know, it's like... It's a me. How, I don't know. That's a, I
0: mean, that's a tough call. I mean, it is. There's a, there's a scene, there's a Buster Keaton movie called uh, The Cameraman, and it's a silent movie, and it's about a guy who uh, he wants to become a cameraman, like a news cameraman. And he's trying to impress this girl, and so he wants to show her that he can do all this stuff. So he's going out, she works for the news service, and he's going out and trying to get all these, this really uh, incredible footage around the city. You know, And at one point, he's walking down the street, and there's an organ grinder, and the organ grinder's got a little monkey in like a sailor suit, mm-hmm. and Buster Keaton accidentally trips and lands on the monkey, and it's cool because they have like obviously like a little looks like maybe like a little stuffed or blow up monkey. And he <laughs> lands right on it, and you know it's title cards, right? It's title cards. There's no speaking in the movie, and the title card shows the the the, the organ organ grinder, who is of course because it's the 1920s, of course he's Italian. And he's mm-hmm. just like screaming at uh, Buster Keaton, and when they cut to the co- title card, it says, "Hey, you kill a de monk." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you her, well you kill it why
0: hey, you kill it a monk and so it's like uh it's so funny because it's like wow even back then even, even in the silent era we were still you know as a society yeah. we have not come very far no hey you kill it a monk but uh yeah the little monkey he's he, he turns out to be okay actually in a lot of ways uh he he ends up being the hero of the movie so i uh, will look for that a, a criterion of uh, Criterion DVDs are about to go on sale in uh November Camerman. at uh, Barnes and Noble. The cameraman Buster Keaton, great his his last great movie. Uh but yeah. A you kill it think- a, you kill the monk. So uh, for some reason I don't know why we let that slide like you know we you know we let the italian stereotype kind of just go. You know.
1: Yeah, but he could have at least like tried like try like maybe meet like somewhere in the middle where he's kind of like evoking Mario a little bit. Right. But the all the other characters, it's less important. I think right. Charlie Day is a great choice for Luigi, Jack Black's amazing Bowser. Right. Uh, they didn't show Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, but at least I don't think they did. I don't remember.
0: The thing with me, I don't need, just make a good animated movie. I don't, like, yeah. if you think about something like, let's just say Beauty and the Beast to pull it out of the hat. Mm-hmm. Those are trained voice actors. You're not necessarily, you don't necessarily care who they are as long as they're doing a good job. That's not to say, yeah. like, we know Mark Hamill is an actor, but he, he's also a great voice actor.
1: Oh, incredible voice actor.
0: Fantastic voice actor. He can do both. So, yeah, it makes sense to hire him. But on mm-hmm. a big movie, I don't understand why, they're, like, why Hollywood's obsessed. With, like, we have to have... Uh, sometimes it works. I feel like Woody and Buzz, Tom Hanks and, and Tim Allen, bring those characters to life. Mm-hmm. I feel like they really. I feel like Pixar. Pixar, like we talked about this with the Coen Brothers. We talked this about. We talked about this with with Kurosawa, where they will cast people for the way they look, their face. Their mm-hmm. face right. tells a story, and I think Pixar is very good at picking people whose voices, celebrities whose voices are can tell a story, and yeah. are very good. Like I feel like Albert Brooks as Nemo's dad is perfect. I feel like that's a great. Great casting choice, you know. They don't always do it because it's, it's, it's. But I feel like a lot of other studios, like you know, all the Gru, the Gru movies and the Minion movies. Like, hey, we'll get Steve Carell. You don't need Steve Carell for that role. It doesn't matter. Anybody can do a fake
1: Russian accent, you know. Well, Illumination is, you know, famous for just like littering their cast with famous with like famous actors. So it doesn't surprise me that they that they picked all these people, but. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Um, Chris Martinet is supposed to be in it in some capacity, so that's interesting. Who? Chris? Uh, or sorry, Charles Martinet, not Chris Martinet. Oh, Charles okay. Martinet. Yeah, it's like Chris Mar- Charles Martinet, original, or is that still the voice actor for Mario? He's been doing it for. Todd. I was
0: just like, because Chris Todd's Martinet, wrong. he is from, uh, he is a from another Coldplay. You said yeah, that. Excuse me,
1: Charles. It's, it's, okay, Charles Martinet. Okay. Everything else was great. Just Chris Pratt. I just really hope that they. I hope that that's not his energy level throughout the whole. <laughs>
0: right, he's just. It just felt like he was maybe
1: walking through it. Like this. Mario's a very animated. He's a vi- I mean, no pun intended. He's a very animated character. He's very energetic. So
0: very like, energetic. Very positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very positive. Very. Uh, doesn't get down a lot. You can't get him down. He's always ready to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Does it, he's always ready to. He's always ready to save the princess.
0: Does, doesn't matter how many times you. Oh, hey, well, Chris! Doesn't matter how many times you plunge him off a cliff on accident, or you go, <laughs> or you go flying off a rainbow road because you take that turn too wide. He'll you'll
1: be back. Fuck rainbow road. It's a beautiful. <laughs> God, every time, every time, I gotta try really hard. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever played on two hundred CC? No, game, no, 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 Mario no. Kart games. No. You will fall off Mario. You will fall off Rainbow <laughs> Road. If you thought you fell off before, if you do it on two hundred, you're fall You're going off what's every single one, corner. What's the one that
0: I used to love? I think it was on. Uh, it was on the the Wii. The the the, the whichever um, Mario Kart came out during the when the Wii Mario first Kart. came out.
1: Mario Kart Deluxe. Is that what it was? I think. So. I like
0: the one with the underwater tunnels. That one was my yeah. Favorite. That was my favorite one. Took me years to find the shortcuts. By the way, if you ever get a chance to get the the reboot of Crash Bandicoot of the 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 I forgot what that's called, their version of their race game.
1: Um, um, like Crash, yeah, it's Crash Bandicoot Racing, isn't it? Man, that
0: for for being a ripoff, that was a great uh, racing game. That was a great. I love that game. That was a great. uh, That was a lot of fun. Those those were good. Those were great maps. Good design on that. I think they, I think they reissued it for PlayStation Four. I had it on PS Four.
1: The this, the
0: um the driving's hard. It is. It's a, it's a legit race game. It's legit, yeah, it's, it's legit. a tough one. Uh, I, all those Sony, uh, all those Sony products really. Uh, Sony does a good job with their own. They're terrible. They're a terrible company as far as developing mm. games with, but. Uh, when they come up with their solo stuff, it's pretty good.
1: Spyro the Dragon, are you kidding me? Yeah, they have the, they did the Reignited trilogy a few years ago. Has all three games on there. Those are good. Those are good. In, in 4K goodness, high crafting. Oh, yeah.
0: The, yeah the, well, the Crash Bandicoot uh, games were great. Mm-hmm. Good soundtrack. I think that's what, 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 what's the name of that? Rude Dog, Lazy Dog? Uh, uh, Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog. Thank you. Thank you. Jake, we're we're skirting your uh, area of expertise
1: here. We're skirting the video games. What are you playing these days? What's going on in the video game world? Um, I've actually been playing a, a lot of VR. There's actually, there's um, there's a new game. Came out, I don't know, maybe a week ago. A few weeks ago. though in September. It's called Rumble.
0: You, you just punch is... people? Please tell me you're just fighting people.
1: Yeah. No, <sighs> you're fighting. So anybody who's seen Avatar The Last Airbender... Right. You are, you're essentially an earthbender and you're doing like a 1v1 fight with another earthbender. It's super satisfying and cool. The way, the way you'll like, you can like raise up walls and pillars and throw rocks and discs at them and you have to, you have to put your hands in a certain position. So it's, it's a lot. It's really my I played a little while last night, for like an hour and my arms are really oh, so you get a little workout, you get a little workout. In. It's a it's a fucking workout is you're having to like you're having to like put like your arms like down at your like down at your waist and like doing all these specific like moves and stuff. It's super fun, but
0: it's it's really it's really tiring. Have you punched the TV yet?
1: Uh, no, not in this game, but there's, uh, there's another game that recently came out where I, I, tr- I tried to jump and I almost punched a hole through my ceiling.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what system are you, are you, you
0: playing your VR on? Uh, it's
1: on PC, but.
0: So how's yeah. your setup? You, you just have it on the PC and then you just have the, 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 the you have the goggles on.
1: Yeah, I wish I've been kind of wanting to get uh, an extension cord for the cable so that I can run it up along my ceiling and have it hang down from above so I don't have to deal with the cable. Oh, nice, nice. But that's expensive. So I just literally just plugged into the back of my computer, and then I just roll it out, pull it out. But uh, it's nothing fancy. It works, though. It works. What Would your VR
0: setup cost you? Don't ask (laughs) <laughs> okay i won't i won't ask are you gonna get the uh um,
1: are you gonna get the treadmill though the the, the uh, multi-directional treadmill oh uh, god i wanted to i want it there's there's a lot of advancements in vr right now there's they have haptic feedback uh suits and um gloves i don't know if they're necessarily um at an affordable price yet they're super expensive same with that OmniTrack treadmill but we're getting there.
0: You gotta get. That's why, right, Jake. You gotta make start start getting
1: rich, baby. You gotta get rich on I this know. on this Twitch stream. you got. Ah, I need a whole room dedicated to VR. Right. Yeah, stream set up. Make it a green room, so then I can just I can be in it. Right. And, um, they're they're in it with me on the stream. It's gonna be all the all the bloopers going on right on the TikTok reel. That's mm-hmm, gonna bring mm-hmm. you some. That's gonna get you some some looks. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't streamed in a while. I've been busy. I've been busy at work. Listen, you gotta get out of this working thing, man. I know. You were born to you were born to stream. I was born to born to stream. You were born to stream. Oh, That's what you were born to do. Uh no, I don't want to show my boobs on No, you don't need I didn't say you had to Twitch. do an OnlyFans, I just said you were born to stream. No, you there's I have, there's some of the big actually no uh, v tubing is becoming a huge thing right <laughs> now. you were right going to say there's
0: some of the big boobs.
1: There, there's, I mean, <laughs> go on Twitch, go on like the top ten, top ten most viewed channels right now, and there's probably someone who's wearing next to nothing and uh, sitting in a ba- sitting in a hot tub somewhere. But they've got to be. But they're playing video games, right? Mm, no, some of them. <laughs> Some of them some of them might be, but not a
0: lot. Oh Jake, we're getting ready for the new Call of Duty Warzone map that's supposed to drop uh with with the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2.
1: So Oh speaking of which, did you play the demo? I have played the demo. Ooh, that was a good demo. That was good. It was fun. For for console, I'm gonna tell you, I bet you it was better on PC.
0: Console Mm -hmm. felt a little um the controls didn't feel tight. Like I feel like on on uh, yeah. Yeah, they felt a little loose. Everything but of course it's beta. It's beta. Yeah. So I'm sure they're going to fix some stuff. Uh, yeah, the guns just felt real. Um, the, it's I, I sound like Owen Wilson in Shanghai Noon, but the guns felt really weird. Um, yeah, despite, you know, I'm, I'm sure it was beta, and I'm used to playing either you know Warzone or or
1: Battlefield. So um, it's it kind of I think they did kind of they kind of met in the middle with like the original Modern Warfare two right. and some of the newer ones because the newer ones are super it's like snappy and quick fast paced and it's like a slower it's like a more slower paced modern right warfare. which i like yeah. i like because
0: uh these these lobbies we played last night uh and i played with, i'm i'm terrible i'm 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 bad but i'm good enough to uh be i'm good enough to be the worst person on a good squad and still contribute something you know Mm-hmm. Uh, you're the worst
1: person on a good squad or you're the best person on a shit squad. Right.
0: I'm the worst. I'm yeah. definitely the worst person on a great <laughs> squad, but I still contribute. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm able to get, you know, kills when I need to and all that stuff. <laughs> but, uh, man, I'll tell you, last night, we it was just sweaty, the sweatiest of lobbies. Mm-hmm. And we could not get, like, past second place. And we had a good squad and we were, you know, we could not get, a, we could not get we, seconds, thirds, you know, and, but, and so... uh you know those skill levels but you get to a certain level where you get used to those controls and you're used to the way that game plays yeah. and uh i'm hoping that modern warfare 2 will be more of a balance where some of the players who aren't great like myself can get in there and still have fun because i feel like the war zone now like if you're not at a certain level or you haven't been playing a long time like if you just pick, if you just pick it up today and get in there and like you're oh, all want to try war zone you're gonna hate it
1: you're gonna hate that's it. any of, that's with any of those battle royale games now though yeah. the people the people who are on it have been playing it since day one and they're it's just like their room probably reeks of Bo they gotten <laughs> off their, they haven't gotten off their chair for like 10 hours and they're like grind they're just grinding it out yeah uh yeah those guys I mean I'm telling you man there's some guys on there that they that they're
0: you're scary. like yeah you're watching them and you're like I'm gonna watch this guy's camera, make sure he's not cheating You're like, Oh no,
1: he's not cheating. He's just really good. Uh, you Especially know? you. Sh- oh god, see, watch the people on PC, or they're just like snapping. Right. Oh, right. Like uh, watch, like watch a professional Counter Strike game, and you'll be like, and you'll be amazed at like the level of precision we that
0: have. A, we have people a, have we have a we have a guy on our on our squad, and his son. Uh, was playing with us over COVID. And I think his his son's in high school now, but at the time he was probably like 13, 12 or 13. And he would say that he would watch him play. He would turn around to watch him play. And he said, I would just get, he would just get dizzy watching his son because the way he would, he would move. He's like, it's completely different than the way I play the game. It's like, you know, Mm -hmm. just running around. He's got, he's got everything at the highest sensitivity, constantly moving, just, you know, just taking in all the information, whereas he's just moving He and I are moving like we would actually be out there. Like we're running, (laughs)
1: running, walk, turn. It's like you can't multitask. You can either like look and aim, or you can't do both at the same time. I can't tell you how many times
0: I get a kill and I'm super proud of myself, and instead of immediately turning to find out where the rest of the team is, I'll just stand there and look at the guy I killed, and then I'll get killed from like the side. You stand there <laughs> like,
1: yeah, everyone look, I did that, and then you get shot in the head because you've been staring at him for two uh, seconds and like, oh, I wonder what gun he has. Let's uh, look at his gun. <laughs> I'm guilty of it. Yep. I've done it. Well, but you know, you steady. also
0: think a part of it in your in your dumb. Part of it in your dumb dinosaur brain thinks, oh well, I just shot this guy, so it's like real life. Of course his friends are gonna scatter. It's like, no, they're all nobody's gonna really gonna die. So they're no, all they gonna come him in his bait. His <laughs> they're all gonna come in and
1: just murder my face right now. So um yeah. okay. you think of the sound design though. Good, good, sounded great. Oh yeah, the gun sounded super punchy mm-hmm. and oh good surround super satisfying. Good mm-hmm. surround. Yeah. I'm using a headset that I like
0: that is not great for the mic is not great for gaming but the oh. but the headphone itself for a bargain if you if you don't if you can't afford to go wireless and you want like a nice bargain uh what is it, what the hell's the name of it I'm gonna, i'll am i look it up at the break remind me jake okay but the sound on this thing you just plug it. plugs it, you can use a pc you can use an xbox you can use a uh, playstation because it plugs into the controller so it's oh, okay. it's wired, but it's still wireless. It's plug your wireless controller, so it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. But um, and if you have it on Xbox, you can run the seven point one uh, on it. Uh, Dolby really, 7, it'll actually run uh, Dolby Atmos on uh, on uh, Xbox. Uh, but uh, I play on PS Five, so I tend to run into my PS Five storage is much uh, more uh, robust than my Xbox storage
1: so I run uh, in warzone is such a hog such a data hog oh yeah I tried oh my god it's what it's like a hundred gigabytes something, something like that. Absurd. something like that yeah. it's absurd even and if they um if they just optimized it just a little bit it would probably drop down by like they yeah. right there's like ah eh, whatever let's just crank it out Let's crank it out. Let's give them a battle pass so they can give us twenty dollars so they can get so they can get a skin. Right, right. And that's that's th- the that's the model now. That's the free to play model is the battle passes. Which right. I don't, which I don't necessarily hate. I don't I hate have.
0: like I'll tell you what like I I, I bought a couple of uh, of um, packages on uh, on uh, I would buy the battle pass on on Warzone but I felt like it it it, it the there was a benefit to it for me because the guns, they would give you the blueprints were mm-hmm. better than ones I would put together. Cause I don't really mess around with the classes that much. Um, so it'd just be like, Oh, here's this gun. And this is kind of the meta right now. And it's kind of the, it's the gun. It's not the meta loadout, but you know, it'll give me the same, a lot of the same advantages. And so that worked for me. But then also I would have ended up having the, the call of duty, the in the in game money. I forgot what they're called. The uh, COD credits or whatever. Context, I, would end up, right. I would end up just saving those and then using those to buy more Battle Passes later on down the line because, you know, you can yeah. do that. So, yeah, I, bought, I, would, I would buy the Battle Pass because you get the skins, you get some of the finishing moves, you get all that stuff. But what is it, 20 bucks a pop? I probably paid like $200, $300 for that game already.
1: Yeah, see, that's, the, that's how they get you. That's right. I'll do it every, every time because I'm dumb. Rocket League did a weird change with their battle passes where originally you would rank up to a certain point and you would find out you would know what you got. And then after that, they would have random drops for you. Some of which would be painted. So it would have like a different base color from the other stuff that you would mix with. But now they have it where they show everything that you're going to get up until you hit max rank, which I thought was really weird. And oh you God. would like, yeah, it's like it, it's like you, like, looking into the future. It's like, okay, cool. When I open up this box, this is what I'm getting. Oh, okay. Well, because I, I was going to say, what what
0: they do on Modern Warfare is you have it, it's linear. You have a whole, it's like a, it's like a, it's a, a line. So you just have a line yeah. of stuff, and you're just working your way up the line as you yeah. get more and
1: more XP. They used to do that to a point. And then once you hit a certain rank, you would just get random drops up until you hit, like, I think it was, like, maybe up to rank 50 or something. Okay. Or like, rank 70. And then for those last 30 ranks till you hit a hundred, you would just get random stuff. You get random stuff, potentially random colors from that, like from the from that season. Okay. But now they show you everything that you're gonna get, including all like the random drop stuff. They just like, oh here, we'll just show you everything. I wonder why. I don't like it. It's like why would you not want it? ruins a surprise. And then you can look ahead and be like, oh. Uh, I don't like anything there. I'm just right. not gonna buy it this Well, maybe that's what they're doing.
0: So like they'll give you crappy stuff, and you're like, "No." Well, if you want better stuff, you know, you can always buy it. It's one of those things.
1: Mm. I don't
0: know. I haven't played Rocket, no. Gear, Rocket League in years, and uh, a couple of my coworkers play it all
1: I'm Like, you should play it. I'm like, oh my god, no, I can't. I can't. Yeah. yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing more recently with a friend and we've been just ranking up together and uh it's uh yeah it's i mean it's a physics-based game so there is going to be not it's not level of randomness but when there's two people just kind of throwing each other at the ball it is going to be kind of it is going to feel pretty random so it gets frustrating sometimes right right right, right. that's
0: yeah. one of those games where you have yourself you, you have your shot lined up you're ready to do your thing and then Somebody just comes in from out of nowhere and ruins your plans, and then you just mm-hmm.
1: throw the controller. Yeah, at like a high level, a high level gameplay. It's not. It's not as random, but like when you're just kind of, when you're kind of making your way through the lower ranks, it's it can be pretty frustrating. I hate it. All right, Jake, we're going to take a quick break,
0: and when we come back, I have a, I have a quiz for you. For get, get excited! Get yeah. excited, Jake! I'm excited. We'll be right back after these messages. <music> Welcome back to Superiority Complex. What a great break. I went into I went uh, I went upstairs and I had myself a little I found. I forgot about I these. Very hard to find. Sugar-free gummy bears. Albanese company, Albanese,
1: world's best. The show brought to you by Albanese?
0: They're sugar-free gummy bears. Pretty good. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about it, Jake. Uh, Before we get started on the movie uh, angle, uh, I forgot to tell you, did you know that they are, on Kickstarter, they're running a... uh, they're kickstarting a role-playing game based on Monty Python. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Really is. I'll send you the link.
1: Looks pretty cool. Oh my god! Hold on, hold on. Oh my god, that's incredible. I and mean, then if you if you get in at the
0: higher level, you get a bonus game that is basically backgammon, but you're it's, you're, you're <laughs> it's the it's the catapult. Yeah. It's, it's oh. the cat-
1: <laughs> Oh, this is so cool. Yeah. I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it. The Black Beast. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The dragon. Egg. Oh, my God. Nope. You're welcome, Jake. Yep. This is. Mm. mm. I need it. I need it. And apparently. Oh,
0: much? It pulls from. It takes place in, obviously, the Holy Grail timeline, but. It pulls characters from all throughout the Monty Python universe. All all so all. <laughs> I want to play as Mr. Creosote. Who's that? Uh the fat guy from uh, Meaning of Life. Ah, uh, I see. A Waffer Thin Mint. Ah, uh,
1: yes, wafer thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's who I that's who I wanna be. I wanna be biggest dicus. <laughs> <laughs> bigus. bigus. <laughs>
0: Uh, good stuff good stuff jake yep jake what Uh, is your favorite i was gonna do this to you what is your favorite fandom what is it lord of the rings
1: my favorite fandom yeah
0: yeah Uh,
1: yeah Uh, by the way did Um, you watch rings of power
0: did you watch that at all
1: i've I've been I've been really busy at work so I haven't had a chance to catch up. I'm like 2 or 3 episodes behind.
0: I've heard that it's good but it's best when you binge it. I've heard that it's best binged.
1: Yeah, it's I mean it's it's like the movies, you know? It's they're all kind of a slow burn, but they got some really cool stuff going on. Um that's I mean without giving anything away, that's the best I can describe it. It's if you if you like Lord of the Rings and you wanted more, that's what you get with Rings of Power. Okay. So it feels like the movies. Okay. Yeah. Right, it's right. Huge budget on it. Jesus Christ. Some of the shots that they have I've heard are just absolutely insane. Did they spend they like did they money. spend
0: close to a billion dollars on it?
1: It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise. It looks like they spent a billion dollars on this season.
0: I've heard it's uh, it's good stuff.
1: Mhm. Mhm. All
0: right. Uh so is that your favorite is it Jurassic Park? What what do you think uh a fandom? Yeah. Like what do you think what what do you think you know? It could be anything. It could be it could be an anime. It could be what do you think you know best?
1: Like what is the one piece of pop culture that you know best? Oh me? Yeah, I know a lot about Star Wars, but I don't like the fandom itself. That fandom is fucking toxic. It's so toxic, yeah. Jesus Christ! It's like everybody, calm down. Just a movie. All right, here's what I'm going to take. We're going to do this quiz right now. I'm going to do this. One. I think Star Wars. Star Wars. I might know the most. So we're gonna do this is a sudden
0: death quiz on Buzz Buzzfeed. You, are you Star Wars, you know, you know, do you know Star Wars better than Lord of the Rings? Yeah, because this is the uh, I think this is from the movies. This is the Buzzfeed Ultimate Lord of the Rings. This is this is uh, if you get to the end, then you're essentially in the Fellowship, is what it says.
1: I could be in the Fellowship.
0: So, how many members of the Fellowship are there? Eight, nine, ten,
1: or eleven? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, Mary Pippin, Frodo, Sam. I already know this, uh, Gandalf. Uh, and then we have Aragorn, Legolas, uh, Gimli, and then uh, Boromir's nine. Let's see, nine. Correct, you made it to the next. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay, so there's a picture of an Ent right here. I'm going to show you. The, uh-huh. I don't know if you can tree see If you can see it, oh, it's tree beard. Boom. Mm-hmm. Who kills the witch king? Is it Aragorn, Gandalf, Eowyn, or Arwen?
1: Fuck, what's her name? <laughs> it's the blogger. Yeah, the Eowyn. Blonde Eowyn was with Pippin. Yep. And he's like, will you ride with me? And she's yeah, it's like, no man can kill this. Like, who, no
0: who never holds the ring? Is it Aragorn, Sam, Bilbo, or Gollum? Who never holds the ring? Aragorn, Sam,
1: Bilbo, or Gollum? Aragorn, he tells him he doesn't want to touch it. He doesn't want to be tempted by its power. Which birthday is Bilbo
0: celebrating at the beginning of the first film? Is it his 110th, 100th, yeah. 111th, or 112th?
1: I think it's 111th? Yes. Okay, Okay. maybe I do
0: know a little bit. What's, Sam, what's Sam's wife called? Mary Linen, Lily Cotton... Mary Cotton, mm. Rosie mm. Cotton. Fuck. I know this one. <laughs> Do uh, you? Uh, you want to use a lifeline? Oh, um. I believe it's Lily. You. It's Lily Cotton? I believe it's Rosie, but we'll say Lily. You're out. It was Rosie. Ah, uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. It says you probs should
1: have stayed in the Shire. <laughs> wow. Rosie uh, Cotton, yeah, that was like uh, that was at, the very, at the very end of the third movie.
0: That is fucking. Oh, all right. Let me see if I can find. That was a good one because that was sudden death. Like if you, oh, you, yeah. you I, shit, it, I, I couldn't go past it. All right, that was great. All right,
1: hold on. Let me see if I can find a Star Wars quiz for you. Uh, I like these. I like the sudden death one. This is fun. This is good.
0: There's a Star Wars. Uh, this is from Quizto, or Quizoto.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let's see. Oh no! Only a true fan can get a hundred percent on these. Is what it says. In a New Hope, for ten points, Jake. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you keep track. Keep uh, keep track. Mm-hmm. In a New Hope. Leia is kept on the Death Star in what cell number? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> is it 2187? Is it 4871? Is it 1178? One, one, or is it 4?
1: You know this one, don't you? I believe it's 2187. Do you want to see? I think that sounds right. Yeah, I didn't. The other ones didn't Correct! That. We got Damn. it. All right, man.
0: I'm excited. We can do this together. What was? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What were the jobs of Luke's aunt Baru and Uncle Owen on Tatooine for 10 points?
1: Were they uh, moisture farmers, scavengers,
0: oh. dewback farmers, or miners?
1: Miners? They were I think mo- they were moisture farmers. They're, they're oyster farmers? Moisture farmers. Not oysters. Far- <laughs> no, yeah, they're oyster farmers on Tatooine. Uh, moisture farmers? Oh, I don't know. We got it. I'm like, they weren't do bags. Like, there were no do bags at the place. But I don't know. How many languages
0: does C3PO claim to be fluent in? A, what? more than 6 million. B, 200. C, 6,000. D, 12.
1: It's either 6,000 or 6 million. I think it's 6 million forms of communication. Correct. Yeah. Uh, what character is partially named
0: after George Lucas's son? Is it. Derek, Hobby, Clivian, Bren Derlin, Ben Solo, or Dexter Jetster.
1: I think it's, I don't even a Dexter Jetster.
0: It is. I think it's D. That sounds like a, that sounds like a kid name. Because <laughs> his name is I think his name is Jet. I think his name is Jet oh. Lucas. What is the lead? Who is the lead singer of Job of the Hutt's house band? Is it oh, Size Noodles? No. Droopy McCool. Lin Me Ardota
1: Bodo Noah Lido. It's the sec I think I think is the what's the first one? Sice Noodles. Sice nude, I that's that. One. It's
0: it correct. You got it, Jake. Jake, you are good at this. What species is Jajar Binks? Is he Chis, Abyssin, Gungan, or He's Sarlacc? A Gungan. He's a Gungan, that's right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, your next question is worth three points, or double three. points, double points,
1: double points, double points.
0: We've got uh, we're on a six question streak. We've got six six uh, out of six correct. We have sixty points so far. What U.S. National Park was a uh, was used as Endor for the filming of Return of the Jedi? Was Red it Forest? Redwood National
1: Forest? Park. Correct. Redwood. Yeah.
0: In the In the Empire Strikes Back, what does C-3PO say are the odds of surviving an asteroid field? Oh. Are they, is it one in six billion? 3,720 to one? 37, you say B? Mm Mm-hmm. Never tell me the odds. Correct! Jake, we're at 100 points. We're amazing. Feed is the capital of what planet? Tatooine, Coruscant, Felucia,
1: Naboo. What what was the name? Feed, feed. Hmm. It's Naboo. It's. I mean, we not We haven't been to any other capital in the series. So yeah.
0: Or, yep. Correct, right. buddy. I correct. don't think
1: we've been to any other capital.
0: What is the first spaceship seen in A New Hope? Is it the Tantive 4, the Star Destroyer, the Death Star, or Republic Attack Cruiser?
1: It was the. It was the Star Destroyer. Nope.
0: Think no, about it. Was...
1: What's the first ship? You oh seen? no, it was the escort ship that there was. Yeah, <laughs> you mean the mailing. Tantive IV, Jake?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Correct, Jake. You yeah. are
0: you are really good at this. <laughs> what color is the milk that Luke's aunt Baru serves with breakfast? Is it purple, blue, yellow, or green? Blue. Yes, Jake. You're supposed to know this just stuff. What is the name of the Wookiee's home planet? Kashik? Uh, no, 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 no. That's is Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. I was about to say it.
0: <laughs> what was the name of the character of Luke Skywalker originally going to be named? Oh, was it Luke Starkiller, Justin Valor, Anakin Skywalker, or Kane Starkiller?
1: Please be Kane Starkiller. That's amazing. Uh, I actually don't know. I think it's Luke Starkiller. Luke Starkiller. I maybe. think.
0: Correct. Jake, yeah. you're really good at this. I really wanted it to be game, story killer. According to the Coruscant Standard Calendar or Galactic Standard Calendar, how many 24-hour days does one year have? Jesus Christ. Is it, I don't know this. Is it 375, 400, no. 150, or 368?
1: Uh, what planet?
0: According to Coruscant uh, uh, Standard Galactic, how many 24-hour days does a year have? Is it 375... 400, 150, or 368? I want to say three 36-
1: sixty-four. I want to say four. I want to say four. <laughs> okay,
0: you want to say four? I was going to say 368 because no it's just enough for it to be different,
1: but we'll try 400. Mm-hmm. Incorrect. Was it 368? Or is it the 150? Each day's Each
0: day has 24 standard hours. There are 10 standard months each year with 35 days. Then there are three... Fet weeks and three holidays, making 368 days a year. I knew it. Damn it. Well, that was good, though. Yeah, that was good. Dude, we only got through like a third of the way
1: through the quiz. Oh, shit. That's a long quiz. Hey, we got
0: 13, 14, 13 out of 14, right? So
1: I'm proud of you, man. That's not, we did pretty good. I thought, I, I mean, I thought they were going to ask. No, nah, no, yeah. That's How the, the
0: gonna hell are yeah. never going to, I don't read the books, man. That was just, all my knowledge is based on the movies.
1: Yeah, according to the Coruscant galactic count, like fucking okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> according to my galactic calendar, fan. they can suck it. That's that's according to my calendar. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know a lot of I know a lot of random stuff in Star Wars, but I don't know about yeah. I don't know the logistics of their fucking of the world and the Empire.
0: I've been okay. buying a lot of used books, and I, I sort of have had a a hankering. To try to read all of the books that have come out, but that's a
1: lot of books. There's a lot of books. That's a lot of them. That's too much. That's too much. I mean, there's a lot of cool stories. I think I would rather just I just watch the animated series. They go they dive into a lot of right 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 a lot of like character development for like Darth Vader and um, what's his name and uh, General Grievous. They have some cool stuff. Uh, Darth Maul. They have a huge arc in the Clone Wars, I think, about Darth Maul. Right,
0: right, right. What about my boy Palps? Sheev Palps.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Palpatine. Your boy yep. Palpatine. Hey, let's talk about the movie, Jake. It's time for the Digital Movie Club. Dun, 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 dun,
1: dun. Dun, 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 dun. Give us the breakdowns. Did the music. Danny, uh, uh, uh. Tom Cruise running only one scene Third. I know this is before this is before like Tom Cruise got his uh iconic running scenes Yeah this is before well he had one. one he was running away from the from the fish Well one that's yeah. fine Yeah, yeah. That's, that was that was barely I'm like it's eh, not even But it, even it, it, it does you, you
0: knew it was coming you knew it was coming
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah Mission Possible Let's talk about release it. State. Jake, May go. May 22nd. 19, release May 22nd, 1996 has a runtime of 110 minutes. Uh, budget of 80 million dollars. Mario, how much did this make in the box office?
0: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this was a pretty decent hit. Um, I don't think it became quite the blockbuster that the later ones were. Uh, it was budget of what what now? 80 million. I'm gonna say it probably made 150,
1: 160 million. Well, this iconic, uh, this iconic spy action movie, directed by Brian De Palma, had a total box office of four hundred and fifty-seven. Holy 0. cow! 7 million. Holy, it was a huge hit. I, Smash I hit. I don't
0: think I don't remember it being that big, but uh, I think it was always because even back in those days, in the early days of CGI, the ending of this looked so fake that it always kind of threw me. I, it. it hey,
1: you, with the helicopter,
0: right? It keeps it, it from being. It keeps it from being a better movie for me because um, the realism of, like, Jason Bourne that would or, like, the pseudo-realism, and like the new mm. Bonds kind of... Um, this is like that in the beginning. I feel like this is a very more... It was more of a real... There's gadgets and stuff, but it's a more grounded mm. uh, movie. It doesn't look like it's going to turn into, like, a lot of big stunts, and then they have the whole scene with the helicopter. But let's go backwards, Jake, and talk about this. Um... Had you
1: seen this one before? I actually, I've, se- I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never sat through and watched the whole thing. Okay, so you've, you're familiar with the franchise, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. I'm familiar with um, what's his face fucking cocking his arms in the middle of a, uh, in the middle of the bathroom scene. Who did that? Who was that? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill fucking like, like cocking his fucking arms like a shotgun. That right. was right. They, they get yeah. they get more ridiculous as they go on. Um, very quickly they get pretty ridiculous. You fast. can
0: actually start this franchise at the third movie and be okay, and be mm-hmm. okay, and and, uh, and and you'll be all right. The second one, directed by John Woo, is okay. It just doesn't feel very much like a Mission Impossible movie. Mm. Um, uh, but we'll get to those when we get to those. Let's. Right now we're talking about the first one. So you mm-hmm. had never sat and watched the the whole thing. So what were your initial impressions?
1: I mean, I thought it was great. I definitely prefer the the spy movies that are a little bit more grounded in reality than that of some of the later James Bond films. Right. So I really liked it and um it's I don't know if this is this isn't necessarily the one that started the trope of like the really convoluted like cross double cross triple cross.
0: Oh, that's sort always deal, right? that's always kind of that's a staple
1: always, of spy movies. Yeah. Um, the, yeah.
0: So, just a little context for you. The TV show was basically, obviously, came out in the wake of the James Bond movies. Right. And there was an American spy show, and it was always a team. And so, the whole point of... Uh, and the, the lead... So, the guy who played Jim Phelps on the TV show was Peter Graves. Mm-hmm. Peter Graves is, is best known to the to the listeners this of this podcast as... the the pilot in uh, airplane. So, have you ever seen a grown man naked? That was him back in, uh, and he was kind of like he. You know, they weren't like very flashy. They weren't very flashy. So Martin Landau was in it. Martin Landau obviously played Dracula in, or Bella Lugosi in Ed Wood. So there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of callbacks in 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 the digital movie club to the original cast. But the original the, the shows were always, like, really well plotted. It was always like, we've got to get this guy out of this building or we've got to sneak into this building and get this this object out. How can we do it? And it's always this long con that they set up. So part of the fun was watching. You already knew what they needed to do. It was how it was going to come together and how right. they were going to, to pull it off. And they'd always... Um, ended with them like escaping in like a van which is why that shot of them in the fire truck is great because that would always be like a closing shot of the like we just pulled this off and now the shows over right okay um so there were kind of like a lot of nice little nods the problem i have with this movie is making jim phelps the bad guy is akin to you doing your first star trek movie and
1: captain kirk is the villain like yeah that was kind of i mean it didn't it was definitely surprised because it, it like there was really nothing to allude to the fact that he was right, that he was a double agent, right? Or, I, I don't know. That was yeah, that was kind of odd, but definitely surprised me. Right? I'm like, oh shit! Really? Okay, cool. Apparently, I heard they they invited the original cast to the screening,
0: and when that was revealed, they all got up and walked out, <laughs> which is great because they were just like, nope. But something has to be said because Mission Impossible was a great show and I think the later movies do capture some of that spirit of it's always like Martin Landau pulling off a mask and going like oh you know and it's always like these double crosses and weird you know there wasn't a stunt heavy show like the movies became but Mm. um, I think the reason I like this one the least is because it leans less on the idea of a team because you have so much of Tom uh, Tom Cruise doing a lot of stuff on his own and he yeah. kind of does have to bring a team together, but it's a lot less team than it is, you know, just Tom Cruise running around being Tom Cruise. Yeah. You know, but I, I interrupted you, so go ahead. You, So you liked you liked the more spy-based stuff.
1: I like that it focused more on the spy aspect than it did the action that, that a lot of other ones tend to lean towards. Right. But yeah, I mean, it was just like, that reveal was so odd of a choice to make. Like it could have... I mean, revealing it as what's her name, I thought would have been more interesting than having... Oh, the uh, the girl, his wife, Claire. Yeah, yeah. I thought it'd be more interesting to have Claire because, I mean, she's... You can tell that she's kind of lying and she's trying to, like, lean into the fact that he's, like, that he's attracted to her. Right, right, right. So you could tell that something was up with her, but then when... Um, I keep... I forget the names of the people who are in there. Let's need to pull this... Need to pull this pull up that imdb um but yeah just i don't know felt weird uh right. did you but
0: did you uh, com- uh, compared to the other movies though um were you okay with everything like the the way it was uh it was presented to you and uh or, or did you have problems with it did you like it as like you said it's a little bit more of a spy movie than the
1: rest become um but was it entertaining yeah i mean i i thought it was a lot of i thought it was a lot of fun especially when they're trying to steal the um they're trying to steal the what the like the name the list of names or the, something the knock like list that. the n o c list yeah the n o c list yeah i thought that part was super cool super interesting they're having to crawl through this it's all it's like that ocean's 11 thing yeah where like you know what they need to do they have their plan out and just seeing them kind of bring it to fruition super fun
0: right um if you ever get a chance to watch the original show, every week is kind of like a little heist movie. It's always like Oh,
1: really? Yeah, it's yeah. kind
0: of cool. And then uh Barney was the guy on the show that was like kind of the um the guy who would rig everything. One of my favorites um after Martin Lando left and they canceled Star Trek, it was filmed on the same lot. So Leonard Nimoy became part of the cast and there's a really good episode I love where there's a guy who he is in prison. He was a I guess he was a POW during the war. Uh, they captured him. He was like a high-ranking Nazi. And um, he's got this, he's got information uh, for a, a, a money. He's got the account number to a, a, a Swiss bank account that the, that these people are going to try to use money for to like uh, start like a neo-Nazi group. And so they want to defund them, right? They want to like take the money out of the account. And this mm. guy knows the account number, but he won't give it up. So what they do is they they fake a prison break. They get him out of prison, and they're getting him out in a submarine. And he has no idea what's going on. He just got out of prison. He's an old man. And so they, they, they get him out in the submarine, and the whole thing is they've got to try to get him to reveal this account number. And so they simulate, like, a death charge and everything. And, like, he's panicking that they're not going to make it, and he tells the captain, look – if we don't make it, one of us, it, one of us needs to know the, somebody else needs to know the account number and he gives it to Jim Phelps. He gives him the account number who's playing he like the this. No, off he. he's playing just himself. Okay. But the great part is they leave him in the submarine and then, um, they take off because the, they're actually in a foreign country and they're looking for him. They're looking for this prisoner and, uh, cause they want to rescue him and, um, or they want to get him back. Um, because I think they're trying to get the information too. It's like the Russians or something. But the great thing is, like, he comes out of the hatch to reveal that he's like in a giant warehouse, and he's just like in one little section of a submarine. And they were like banging on the outside of the uh, of the of the tube with uh, sledgehammers to simulate the um, the you know the the depth charges and stuff.
1: And so it's this so that great was like the knot at the y- beginning. Yeah, it's like a great thing. thing. Yeah, it's
0: like the thing where they're breaking down like the false walls and stuff, and they're like in a warehouse or something. There's all these great allusions to the show. So if you're familiar with the show, some of that stuff pays off in this movie, and it kind of pays off less and less as the movies go on. But um, I think you would like it. I think you should check it. I don't know if it's available streaming anywhere. Maybe on uh, Paramount Network. It's- Maybe on Paramount. I'm gonna say Paramount probably. Let's
1: take a peek. Mission Impossible TV series, yep. Uh oh oh. Uh Paramount, yeah, Paramount, and then Amazon Prime Video. I oh believe. yeah, yeah. Well, you have to purchase them, but oh, okay. they have
0: it. yeah, Paramount, check them out. But yeah, uh, I like the team. I'm. I, I was surprised in this movie, Jake, that they killed off some big names. I like Kirsten Sto- Scott, uh, Thomas, Scott Thomas, I believe, was an Oscar up for an Oscar for the English Patient. They killed her off right away. Um, yeah our friend emilio esteves uh was in there for a quick minute he got uh killed all those people on the on the team died so i guess that was kind of a way to throw you so you didn't know who was going to die
1: yeah uh, yeah they killed off the entire team in that first scene but died, died. you know ving Rhames isn't going to die no uh
0: what do they call him i love <laughs> I there's, there's something there's something i love in this movie that that um they always do this in uh in in movies where anybody's a hacker they give him some kind of weird nickname uh and he's he's like oh are, you're not uh so-and-so the something freak what do they call him he called him the i
1: don't remember it was it was luther right? yeah uh, it being camping
0: The luther something the the something freak they always give him some kind of weird uh weird name and there's always like a lot of techno jargon like i hacked into the you know blah blah blah
1: Yeah they always try to yeah they always try to throw technical jargon that they don't think people will know just to, just to kind of give them validity Right I hacked into the I hacked into Norad on a
0: Commodore Amiga 500 using Com- Amiga Basic with no modem and I was able to blah 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 get it here's like no modem yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah Uh yeah,
1: obviously okay.
0: obviously the set piece in this Jake, is the scene where they're trying to steal the knocklist out of the vault at Langley. What, how, how
1: was that? How did that play out for you? It was, I mean, just all, like all the, 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 I can't talk right now. All the heists in this were just a lot of fun. Just, uh, Tom Cruise is such a great actor. He, he doesn't, I feel like he really kind of grows into the role as the, uh, as the later ones, as the later ones start to come in. Right. But, uh, I saw it. I don't remember that part. Is that the beginning part?
0: No, when he went, when they had to do the heist in the vault where
1: he oh, lowers the vault moment. Where they're still in the knock. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about.
0: That's okay. kind of the set you, piece. You said,
1: you said the necklace, so
0: I Oh, was... I said knockless. I'm so sorry, <laughs> man. I'm so sorry, <laughs> the dude. I'm like, Is that the beginning? I'm I'm like, I don't remember. You're Like, what am I talking about? No, no, no. It's uh, a knock- I'm sorry. I'm like, is that the beginning? When he's trying to, yeah, when he's I on know? the, when they're doing the whole thing with the, you have to be.
1: I love all the the. I love all the the. The like, I mean, all the pieces are starting to, like all the, you know, all the agents are coming in. Claire is in there, uh, drugging the guy. So he throws up, so he gives him more time to like right. get into the, get into the vault. And, um, what was the name of the guy that was, uh, that was like helping uh, genre. It's Jean No, is the event. actor, but, yeah. uh,
0: yeah, yeah. He's got a smash. Krieger.
1: The, Krieger. He,
0: he's got to smash. The, he's got to kill the rat. He's got a
1: lower Tom Cruise. Oh, when he lo- <laughs> when he loses his grip, almost drops. <laughs> oh my God, that's such a. I mean, that's such an iconic scene. That whole that whole sequence. Right. I
0: think that was the scene that really got people because I remember seeing this in the theater and nobody. You could hear a pin drop, in the theater, and like when he dropped it, you just hear everybody
1: go, <gasps> like the whole theater. Got, it, just, <laughs> it was kind of cool. It was and like the sweat like starting to collect on the side of his glass. Right. Like, like oh my God.
0: Right. Brian yeah, DeFalm was a great director, direct, directed Carrie, uh, directed a movie called uh, Blowout uh, uh, with uh, with John Travolta. If you get a chance to see that, that's a good thriller. So he does have kind of those, um, he kind of came up with Scorsese and Coppola and Lucas and those guys and didn't quite uh, have the career they did. He did a couple things in the 80s that kind of um, had a few missteps here. But uh, But man, he really... Knew what he was doing with this one. They picked a good director to to launch this franchise.
1: It yeah, was, uh, absolutely. He's he really kind of he really uh, captured like that part that heist. It, well, felt yeah, it almost felt more like a heist movie than it did right a spy movie on some time on uh, some parts. Right. Is uh, at the beginning? They were trying to break into steal codes right right codes for, right. yeah trying to steal codes and then they have to do another heist to break in steal the list or, right right it kind of reminded me it. a little bit of true lies in the beginning yeah you're like mm-hmm. at a, you're like at this embassy party and
0: everybody's all swanky and you know all that stuff i like spraying the guy with the perfume so he's marked and then looking at him with the glasses and so, yeah it appears
2: nothing oh. is playing at the
0: moment whoa thanks alexa you were on a podcast she's um, always listening she is always listening um yeah, I, I like this one. It's good fun. Um, again, less actiony. If you want to like a little more of a spy movie, uh, less, uh, less 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 bl- uh, stuff blowing up in your face. Although there is stuff blowing up in your face, just not as much. I mean, at the
1: end. I mean, at the. I mean, the beginning. Yeah, there's the couple of the cars exploding, and then at the very end, it's the whole sequence with the helicopter, which I thought looked really kind of bad, pretty bad. Actually,
0: <laughs> it looked bad back in the day. It didn't look good yeah. back then. This is kind of like that. We're in that the mid '90s are like. We're starting to lean towards like more CGI and we're starting to get into it, but it's still not quite we're not quite there yet. We're not yeah. quite there yet. Um, if they did this today.
1: But Jurassic Park did it in ninety three and looked like right. better than any movie right. that came out in like the Oh, that, that scene I always
0: say that scene in Jurassic Park where they it's that long, you know, after he says, you know, the iconic welcome to Jurassic Park and you see them on the lake from like mm-hmm. far away. Oh my up god. Un- I would say up until like two or three years ago, I think the seams are finally starting to show. I think finally now. Yeah. But that thing for like 10, 15 years looked fantastic. Like it was like that was the best. Like I love the I loved the T-Rex and all that stuff. But that to me was always the best scene in the movie because you could see them like in a real world environment. Mm-hmm. You know. Now the brachiosaur, when he comes up and he eats the leaf, you know, you can see the you can see the contrast, and you can see, you know, that just happens, you know. Yeah. It, it become that that's it happened with Star Wars. It happens all these other, but that scene on the lake was like, the, for me, that was like the pinnacle of special effects for the longest time, and it's yeah. barely now, you know, almost thirty years now. Thirty years on, starting to look its age, barely. Um, but
1: that T Rex scene still looks great. Yeah, I mean, they only, I mean, they only use it when they have when they wanted to do a full shot of it. So they're never for that long. Everything else is all practical animatronics. Right. They just they just They just killed it. Right. And Blade. so I
0: feel. I feel like if you did this movie now, if you did Mission Impossible now, Tom Cruise would be like, "We're getting on a bullet train, and we're yeah, gonna fight we're on the. This,
1: we're <laughs> doing this for real. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. We're we're hitching a helicopter <laughs> yeah. to a bullet train.
0: Really? I'll do it myself. I'm gonna make somebody fly through the tunnel.
1: I feel like for me, that's what. Um, he did the he did that what is it? What are they what do you call that dive when you're like when they're like up in like the upper oh, atmosphere. Oh yeah yeah. He did like the uh, like yeah. What's I forgot what, what it's called. Uh, a halo, high altitude low opening. Is that what it yeah, he, with halo like the dive, mask? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. Um He's fucking in, he's insane. What I he's love dead. about
0: what I love about this series is that they really did push this and born pushed James Bond to get better. You know, the, oh, yeah. because this is we're we're smack in the middle of Pierce Brosnan movies. So you're watching Pierce Tom Pierce Brosnan, uh, like you know, surf on a wave with a with a parachute that looks terrible. And you know, yeah. meanwhile you have like you know, and he's this, got laser pens and jet packs and right. and like, you know, and here we are with with Tom Cruise. Just I'm going to lower myself on a on a gimbal with a, another guy holding it. And it's gonna be better than any action scene. It's gonna be better than anything we've seen in a James Bond movie in like ten years, you know.
1: And I'm gonna get dropped fifteen feet and hopefully <laughs> they catch me. And hopefully they catch me before I hit the ground.
0: Yeah, my only knock against this movie, no pun intended, uh, is the uh huh. is that last 10 minutes on the train just does not look good.
1: God terrible that's just yeah. It didn't I I don't know, it didn't feel like it didn't feel intense because, yeah, you kind of, there was that disconnect where it just, everything just felt so fake and. Right. I don't know.
0: I didn't mind them so much going on the train and fighting. That did not look bad. But once the helicopter well, was- gets in the tunnel, you just feel like, oh, this is a Universal Studios thing. We're on a Universal Studios, like.
1: uh, are uh, in the back lot somewhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, this is like uh, green screen. You know, it's all green yeah. screen. So there's no, there's no stake. There's no, there's no stakes because you're like, oh,
1: Okay. And the part where like the helicopter blade almost cuts him, like it looked, that looked kind of, that looks super cheesy too. <laughs> right, right, right. And the, and the, the what the, um, the train operator passes. out. Oh God, like, that's oh my, God. that's my least favorite kind of humor.
0: Oh, my, my, my God. one of my, well, one of my least favorite kind of humor is when you have dogs animals reacting to human stuff. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, and then, but, uh, but yeah. That, that that's another one where like somebody passes out or faints or it's like, Oh, and that guy looked just like, they picked the guy that looked most like, like Wallace and Gromit. It's like Wallace comes, <laughs> came <to life>. Wallace. <laughs> uh. they just picked a dude that looked like Wallace. All right. Yeah. I, I like this one a lot. Um, like I said, it gets better. I think either, I think mission impossible four is my favorite. The one where he's climbing on the outside of that building.
1: Oh, where he's like starts like sliding down. Right, the he's doing the like yeah. the suction cup
0: on the outside. That one also has the longest running sequence because he's running from that that sandstorm. And he's coincidence.
1: Doing... <laughs> I, don't, like a, I don't think so. It's a long tracking shot of him uh, running. That's when they found the sweet spot. We're like, all right, he needs to run. Like, we need him running. Get Tom him. Cruise. Tom Cruise is the best looking actor when he's running.
0: Yeah, well, he thinks he is. So we have to have long shots of him running. So.
1: Well, I don't know about now, but you know there's 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 a time period for like this this man has to be running. Jake, let's rank this one. How do you rank the original Mission Impossible? Oh God, I don't know. That last scene really kind of yeah, really it, it like, really really for, for me But the rest of it was great. Apart well, apart from that that reveal uh where what's his oh Jim Phelps Jim Phelps I hate was that like the, was the triple agent. Yeah, the double dyke. Like, I don't. He was double dipping. No. Like a, a seven, I think a seven's good. Yeah,
0: I, I it's a seven for me because it launches a good franchise. I like that they they stick with a lot of the elements that made the TV show so successful. But I, to me, having Jim Phelps be the bad guy, even though Jim Phelps himself, not a memorable <laughs> character on the show, because he basically has to be anybody they need him to be, right? So mm-hmm. he's, just, he's just like an average looking guy. And then he can be like average different people. He can be like a salesman or whatever they need him to be to infiltrate on the show. So that part was never meant to be flashy. It was it was just supposed to be. He was kind of like the the mastermind. But they don't even go that much. The show is all about just the heist, and the characters are all just archetypes. So he's the mastermind. uh, You know, Mart Landau's the disguise guy. Uh, His you know Cinnamon is the girl because you always need a girl. Then you have the strong man. And then you have the you have the mechanic, the guy who can do all the you have the gadget guy who can do all the, the gadget the hacker yeah yeah, yeah the, the hacker guy. who would be the hacker now but he's the guy that has yeah. to do it always like a, sh- a close up of him in like a in some uncomfortable room somewhere or like in a pipe somewhere, like a pipe somewhere with sweat coming down like every every show <laughs> like a shot of mm-hmm. poor Barney <laughs> his name was Barney on the show he's always like in crammed into a pipe and he's just you know Barney <laughs> but he was like, he was the gadget guy dude he would always come up with like cool gadgets. Um, so yeah, uh I just hate that I hated that turn. I hate that twist. Yeah. And that that bad CGI at the end. Um so it's a 7 for me. It's a solid 7. Mm-hmm. But it's worth checking out. I mean, just for the sequence where they this where they're getting stuff out of the the CIA. That whole thing.
1: And and the first I hate the first sequence too is super cool where they where they're like they uh, the guys trying to hack into like the Fingerprint, Mm. like the fingerprint thing on the elevator. Mm -hmm. That whole sequence is super cool, too. So it's like two mini, you get like two mini heists movies in this movie. Yeah, good stuff. Seven, solid seven. So next week, Jake,
0: Mm -hmm. and for listeners, Halloween, we're going to start Halloween. We'll we'll celebrate next week. uh, And we're going to do two, we're going to do a double feature.
1: Ooh, what's our double feature? So it's going to be
0: Tales from the Crypt. And Adam's Family Values. We watched the first Adam's Family. Tales from the Crypt? Tales from the Crypt. Crypt. No, what did I say? It's Tales from the Hood. I keep saying Tales from the Crypt. (laughs) Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood, Hood, fun movie. And
1: then uh, Adam's Family Values. Got it right here. Tales from the Hood. All right. You ready? There's three of them?
0: How many Tales of the Hood are there? I think there's three or four now. I think because they, I think they did like some direct to video ones afterwards. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh damn! Damn. Jake, what a great show! You were good to this week, man. How do you feel? Do you want? Is there anything you want to say? This is your moment to shine, and uh, you didn't have any of the kids <laughs> taking away your spotlight. How do you feel, I man? No.
1: God, I feel great. Yeah. I feel like there's this huge weight taken. <laughs> I mean, Jake, look. Right? <laughs> do, do you feel like there's a huge weight, like a huge Patrick-sized weight, kind of like? <laughs> Take it <laughs> Jake, I'm going to tell you this
0: though. You, you should you should feel good because you should know if everybody bails, you the show could still go on.
1: You could yeah. carry the show. Of course, you could carry everybody. I could. I could certainly try at least. How's that feel? Feels great. <laughs> I feel so important. I feel like I feel like now I know. Now I know who's the you know between me and Patrick. I feel like I I think I know now. <laughs> So you can tell, like you, if he listens to it, like he won't listen. So Patrick is yeah, the Jim Phelps; a- he's dead, and you're
0: just going to carry on and, yeah, launch it into a successful I'm, franchise.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm the Tom Cruise. Of <laughs> That's great. I'm the Tom Cruise of the of the of the sidekicks. Yeah, I love it, man. Do it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> All right, we can never we can never replace John.
0: We can never. He'll he'll we, be back. We, John we'll will start. be back next week. He had some some stuff going on with his insurance. Man, real bummer real bummer so but he'll be all right he'll be all right he'll be back we'll be back next week so uh yeah next week it'll be tales from the hood and uh adam's family values uh a little halloween double feature because it's the 90s and it's halloween and then after that the week after that we start with one of the great action movies of all time the rock the rock the rock with sean connery and dwayne the uh, rock no just the rock welcome to the rock
1: Oh, I haven't seen this one.
0: You've never seen this one? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my God, it's so bad. It's good.
1: Oh, it's so. It does look- Sean Connery's career just took a nosedive after. No, well, he had a couple of good movies. No, this, this like, is this, good- this
0: is what this is a huge hit for him. This is a big one. Was it? Oh yeah, this is a big one, and, and he's great. Basically, so I'll tell you this, Jake. B- people have basically retconned this so that. Um, there are a lot of people who have a theory that this is actually... You know, there's theories that, like, James Bond, um, the role... The, the James Bond is actually just a code name for 007, so 007 is always James Bond, no matter I mean, who is playing him. And there's been several James Bond, which is why he so this is So this
1: is the original... So there, there, this, there,
0: there are people that have a theory that this is the original Sean Connery Bond, and he was sent to prison for knowing... for, for, for having government secrets... And this is him, like this is this would be like an adventure of him being able to escape from prison and uh, go on this go on this mission. I so, love it. Yeah, yeah. Like this would be like an aging James. So there are people that kind of play with that theory. That so he's it's great. And the I'm going inter- to
1: assume that to be fact when I watch the yeah.
0: movie. Yeah, this is prime Sean Connery. Everything we love about Sean Connery, and then prime Nicholas Cage. You get a, a lot of Nicolas Cage, less insane Nicholas Cage, and more. Uh, why is this happening
1: to me, Nicolas Cage?
0: So okay, it's, so it's,
1: like, uh, so like, what's um, was what it? What's it called? Uh, where he steals the Declaration of Independence? Oh, uh, National time. Treasure. Like National Treasure, Nicolas Cage. Maybe a little less capable. Maybe a little less capable. Okay. He, okay. he. Yeah, it's good. You'll like
0: it if you've never seen it. This is a fun one. This is this is a fun. This is fun. Great cast, and just a lot of dumb action. So good. Good stuff. So next week, uh, we'll see you for Halloween. So until then, for Jake and for myself, we say, this transmission ends now. Fight the power.